Creator, the only true God, the God who have eyes that can see, the God who have ears who can hear. We come before you, we ask your presence in our midst, so that at the end of this service we go home rejoicing, knowing that you have spoken to us. Bless your children. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Happy Sabbath, church. Happy, happy day. We are blessed to have special music today, amen. As part of uh, our celebration within Naku family, Uche's friends have decided to come and sing for him and to minister us to so in song. We have a group, Camarada, from GCA who has come to worship with us today. They're led by their director, Ms. Ness Smith, and they will pre be presenting two songs to us. This will be the first one, and then they'll have another song later in the, in the service. We know that the Lord will bless them to use, will use them to bless us, right? Amen. Please give them your attention.
Happy Sabbath, Church. This reading will be taken from Matthew Matthew 24, verses 45 to 51. If you have it, say amen. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed, and begins to be his fellow servants and eats and drinks with the drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he does not know, and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Father in heaven, we come this morning claiming that promise even as we kneel in supplication before you. Lord, we are so thankful that it has pleased you, that you have seen it fit for us to be here on this day. May honor and glory be unto your name in Jesus' name. We thank you that you have led us through the course of the week in all our different engagements and our endeavors, flying in the air, driving on the ground, However we traveled, Lord, you have brought us to this place on this day. We say hallelujah to the Lamb. Father in heaven, we thank you that you have protected and provided for us, even when we were not faithful to you. Thank you, Lord, for looking beyond our sin, looking beyond our guilt, and treating us better than we deserve. We say thank you. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for the testimonies we have heard this morning. We thank you for your healing power upon our lives. We thank you for how you restored Mama, who was not feeling well this week. And when her, when her sisters, the fellow grandmothers, grandparents prayed, you healed. We say, Ma, honor and glory be unto your name. We thank you, dear Lord, that we know you have healed other people even in this week that I might have not had the opportunity to share it. Thank and bless you for what you continue to do in our lives. Father in heaven, we thank you for bringing our sister Buki back from Nigeria. Lord, we do not take for granted the protection you gave to her and her siblings and all other family members that went to pay the last respects to her father. We thank you, dear Lord, that you covered her and that no evil person or evil thing saw her and her siblings. Honor and glory be unto your name. And even though there were trials and challenges, because we know as long as we live here on this earth, that that is part of our portion to deal with difficulty, you still were there for her. Your grace was sufficient. We say honor and glory be unto your name. We thank you that you have restored her, even though she came back not feeling too well. Blessed be the name of the Lord our God. We thank you, Lord, for Amanda's testimony this morning. 
We thank you for how you continue to lead and guide and direct. She has, she's also thanking you for healing. She's thanking you for making it possible for her to even pass her driving test so that she can now drive around. We thank you and magnify and pray, O oh Lord, that even as she goes around and drives, that you protect her, Lord. May you keep her from any accident. We use her as a point of contact for all our young people and everyone who drives, that you keep us all safe as we travel up and down. Father in heaven, we also thank you for our dear brother, Brother Livinus Omunna, who got the recognition of Employee of the Year. Honor and glory be unto your name in Jesus' name. You have promised us that if we serve you, you will exalt us in your own special way. You've also said, see a man, see a woman who is diligent in their business. They will stand before kings. They will not stand before mean men. We continue to see you doing this in our lives and how you are allowing us to shine like the stars of heaven wherever we find ourselves. Honor and glory be unto you. We are not going to take this credit for our own because we recognize the source of our success is you, Lord. So we are thanking you for how you've established him and how you were able to honor him with this recognition. Lord, may you receive all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Lord, even as we have thanked you this morning, we have supplications, we have prayer requests. We come to you because as the song said again, there is nothing that you will not do for us except that we ask. And so, Lord, as we are here this morning, I know there are unspoken prayer requests, but you, Lord, that sees the innermost recesses of our hearts, that knows our deepest desires. I am praying this morning, dear Lord, this afternoon, dear Lord, that you answer all the prayers according to your will for us in Jesus' name. Whatever sin may be in our lives, whatever sin is in my life, dear Father in heaven, may this our sins not prevent you from hearing our prayers. May our sins not separate us from you. Clothe us with the righteousness of Jesus Christ. We're giving you permission. We're giving you the authority. We're giving you all the right to act in our lives this morning, Lord. So, Father in heaven, please act in our lives. Do things for us that we cannot even think of to ask, dear Father. And the things that we have asked, Lord, do it for us so that we will be so surprised and we'll come back to testify of your goodness and your graciousness towards us. Amanda has specifically asked, dear Father, this morning that, you re that, that all the students who have GMAT next week, that they do well. We pray, O oh Lord, that you will answer this request in Jesus' name, that you will give them all the wisdom, retentive memory, the knowledge to do well. Father in heaven, this morning we dedicated officers in your service, in your church. We pray, O oh Lord, that you equip us all to serve you the best way possible. Lord, we are incomplete. We don't have all that it takes, but in you, you make us perfect. And so, Father in heaven, we are asking that you endow us with the gifts, the skills, the techniques that we need to serve you to the best of our ability. May this be our experience in 2020 in Jesus' name. Lord, Father in heaven, 
We want to lift even the remainder of this program to you. We are grateful that Uche Naku is worshiping with us this day. We say mourn and glory be unto your name. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to lead and guide that young man. And we bless and magnify you because you have made today a day of joy for all of us. Mourn and glory be unto your name. We lift the speaker of the hour as well before you, dear Jesus. We pray, O oh Lord, that you will fill him with your spirit. We believe he has a message for everyone today. We pray, O oh Lord, that we will have the receptive minds and hearts to hear the message that you have prepared for us this day. Lord, when all is said and done, when all is said and done and you come back to claim your own, our utmost desire, Lord, is that we be part of that number. So, Father in heaven, we are asking that whatever it is that will keep us from being part of that number, that you will help us to overcome in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer. Thank you for being a personal God, a God who meets us where we are, who doesn't say, come and meet me where I am, but you stoop down. You have come down to our level. Thank you for being that God who comes down to our level. May all adoration, may all honor, may all praise be yours forever and ever. For we have prayed in Jesus' name. Let all God's children say, Amen. Oh want to invite all our guests today, all our guests, that when the service is over, we are all moving to the basement, the fellowship hall, where we are going to eat real Nigerian food. Amen. <laughs> we are going to eat food for our souls. Today, our guest speaker is Pastor Samuel Wajo. Sam is my brother for a long, long time. And we share the same father. His father was also a pastor. And so when I moved to the division in Abidjan, this old man took me as a son. And that's why I am the firstborn of that family. And now, Pastor Wajo followed his father, became a pastor, and rose up to become the president of the Côte d'Ivoire Conference. And from there, he went to England and pastored some churches in London and around London. But today, as he speaks to you, he is the 
Ministerial Director of the Serving England Conference. And today, brothers and sisters, I am happy to introduce him to, to you. He is here for only one week visiting me and had a little assignment at Okud College, Okud University. And so before you hear the voice of Pastor Wajo, we have uh, somebody to sing. Pastor Dankwa has so many talents. He is a great evangelist. He taught me a lot. He told you that he's my brother. That is true. My, brother, my father before dying said that wherever Pastor Dankwa is in the world, when he died, he should bury, Pastor Dankwa should bury him. And so your pastor was here 
in Atlanta when in 2011 my father died and Pastor Dankwa traveled all the way to go and bury my father. In, 2000, in 2018, I was celebrating my sixth year birthday. My wife and my children behind my back prepare a surprise party. Unknown to me, when the party was going on, Pastor Dankwa appeared. If I didn't have a good heart, I would have a heart attack. <laughs> so that tells you how close we are. He took me everywhere. In fact, he took me to Abba, and we spent a month in Abba doing evangelism. It was in Abba that I learned about the satellite. The, the, you understand what I mean? <laughs> I'm so pleased to be here. I will never forget all those great pastors, Pastor Adiogun, Pastor Kio, who when I started after Newbold, when I finished Newbold, I didn't want to stay in England. I went back to the ministry. Those great men helped me in my ministry. I will be really grateful to them. And I'm so pleased to be I'm so pleased to to know that you have established a church here in Atlanta. And I want to praise God to, for you so that you continue to work. So the title of my sermon this morning, and I decided, I told Pastor Dunkwa that I will, he should give me only 10 minutes. The title of my sermon is, Who are you? Who are you? Let us pray. Father, we come before you as we open your words. We want you to speak to us. And Father, I want you to hide behind the cross. May Jesus stand tall. May I hide behind him. And everything that you have for your children to know, help me to articulate clearly, so that they will go home with your words. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Who are you? There are two types of Adventists. How many? Two types of Adventists. And these two types of Adventists are described in the passage that my daughter just read. Please turn your Bible with me to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 24. And I'm reading from verse 20, 45. And he says, Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of the servant in his household? To give them their food at the proper time. It will be good for that servant 
whom master found him doing so when he returns. Truly I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possession. That is the first Adventist. The second Adventist, verse 48, but suppose that servant is wicked and says to himself, my master is staying away a long time. And then he begins to beat his fellow servant and to eat and drink with drinkers. The master of that servant will come on the day when he does not expect him and at an hour he is not aware of and he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites where there will be weeping and snatching of teeth. This is the second Adventist. Why am I talking about two Adventists? I'm talking about two Adventists because the chapter 4, chapter 24 of Matthew talks about the signs of the second coming of Jesus. And Jesus was talking about the fact that there will be signs. And, and I must confess that as Adventists, sometimes we have what we call signs of the time fatigue. We're tired. Signs of the time fatigue. Any time something happens, all oh, that tells us the Lord Jesus is coming. But Jesus does not want us to be fatigued of the signs of the time. In fact, turn your Bible to the book of Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1, verse 7 and 8. And I'm reading. And I want to stay in within my 10 minutes. It says, and he says to them, it is not for you. And that's the last word of Jesus before he went to heaven. These are last words of Jesus. And we, we from where I'm from, we, we, we take care of the last words. And I was so pleased when I saw you praising God and dancing because I tell you it doesn't matter how long a piece of wood remains in the water. That piece of wood will remain a piece of wood. So it doesn't matter how long you have stayed here in America. You are still African. And so the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 verse 7 to 8, Jesus says, it is not for you to know the time or dates the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea in Samaria and on the end to the world of the world, including Atlanta. So Jesus says, you know what? Don't, don't mind 
about the signs of the time. But think you need to be my witnesses. And so in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus gives two types of Adventists. Let's look at the first one quickly. And I'm going to draw three lessons from the first one. And I'm going to draw also three lessons from the, third, from the second one. Look at the first Adventist. The Bible says he is waiting for the master to come. And how does the Bible call him? He is what? He is faithful. And he is what? He is wise. So who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of his servant, the servant of his household, to give them what? Food at the proper time. Let's stop here a minute, ladies and gentlemen. The master is Jesus. He put all of us as servants, not only Pastor Dankwa, because in the New Testament, pastors are not priests. In the New Testament, all of us, we are priests. Are you with me? In the New Testament, all of us, we are priests. So God has put all of us in charge of his house. And our duty is to give food to the people at the proper time. Which type of food is the Bible talking about? The word of God. The word of God. Wherever you are, you have to feed people. You are a doctor? That's fine. You feed people too. You are a nurse? That's lovely. You feed people too. You are a teacher? That's fine. Be the best teacher. Be the best nurse. Be the best doctor. But then, that's not the end. God puts you where you are in order to feed the people. And I can tell you something. It is by the grace of God that we are here in America. It is by the grace of God that we are here in England, in London. But God does not, did not bring us here just to make money. God did not bring us here just to make money. God brought us here so that we can feed the people around us. And the Bible says, he who does feed the people, God called him faithful and wise. And the third element of that person, the Bible calls him, he's going to have a reward. Luke verse 48, 47, says that, Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge 
of all his possession. That is the first Adventist. So the first Adventist is the one who is faithful, who is wise, and he will be rewarded. But then let's look at the second Adventist. Because the second servant is also an Adventist. He also waiting for the Lord Jesus to come. Because listen to what the Bible says, 48. Verse 48, it says, But suppose that servant is wicked and says to himself, My master is staying away a long time. So he's waiting for his master, right? So do you agree with me if I call him an Adventist? So the second servant is also a seven-day Adventist. He could be me. He could be you. He could be all of us here. He is waiting for his master to come, but he says he is staying away too long. And so what does he do? The Bible says, verse 48 but suppose that servant is called wicked and says to himself, my master is staying away a long time. Verse 49, and he then begins to beat his fellow servant and to drink and to eat with drinkers. So, this Adventist is called wicked. So do you have wicked Adventist? Do you have wicked Adventist? He's in Atlanta, in Aka. It doesn't matter what you do. The Bible, God calls you wicked if you fail your duty. Now, that Adventist didn't break the seventh commandment. He did not break in the fourth commandment. Apparently, this Adventist is a good Adventist. In the eyes of Pastor Dankwa, he is a very good Adventist. He brings his tithe to the church. He comes to church services. But the Bible calls him wicked. All because that Adventist does not care, does not feed the people around him. And I can tell you, my friends, our churches are full of members, but our churches lack disciples. We have so many members and very few disciples. What Jesus wants of our church is disciples witnesses there are so many who are sad adventists adventists who are really sad mad adventists always mad always angry 
Always willing to fight when it comes to the Sabbath. But when it comes to working for the Lord, they're nowhere to be found. The Bible called them wicked. In fact, the Bible called them hypocrites. Where did I find it? I found it from the Bible. Turn with me the last verse. It says, verse 50, the master of that servant will come at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the what? The hypocrite. So not only is he wicked, but he's also also called a hypocrite. So my question is, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Amen. Amen. I want to give you an opportunity to to make your decision this afternoon. I want to be I want to be the faithful servant. I came to America and noticed that everything is big here. We've got large roads and and uh, large houses and large bedroom and I was talking to my brother and I said, you people, you have everything big here. But then also I saw a symmetry. I realized that people here died too. And I realized that everything that we are doing, large houses and large salaries, we leave that here too. And so I want to challenge you this morning, this afternoon. The only thing that we can keep is when we have the approval of the Lord. The reward of the Lord. And I can tell you that the word of God is true. Therefore, I want to be that faithful servant. I know that time is essence here. Time is difficult. I know that we have all come here to do something, but I beg with you, I want to ask you, if you commit yourself to spend half an hour for the Lord, he'll find somebody for you that you can witness to. But you need to make up your mind. You have to make up, you have to decide, Lord, Please, I want to be that faithful servant. I don't want to work for me, for me, for me alone and beat my the servant and, and eat with them and drink with them. So it, if it is your wish this afternoon to be the faithful servant, I want you to raise your hands. Father, we know that your word is true and you wrote this passage for us today and you want us to be Adventists who are waiting for you, yes, but who are working for you. 
we're not only working for ourselves, for our own pleasure, for our own family, but we can spend some time to witness for what you have done for us. We want to be able to give bread to the people you put us across with. And so the Lord bless you as you make up your mind to be that faithful servant. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Peace in your heart. Peace in your home. Peace in your church. And peace in your community. Amen.